You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians and we talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I have finally gotten through all of my Heavy Montreal interviews, and now I can get back to my full format. This exact uh, conversation that you're about to listen to was recorded way back in May. And uh, I've been looking forward to getting it out because uh, it was a really great chat with a really cool dude. Here it is, Vox and Hops, episode number 64 with Casper, the guitarist of Hate Sphere. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. What's up, everybody? Today I am in Copenhagen and I'm with Casper. Yeah. What is your last name, Casper? I'm bad at this. It's uh, called uh, Kierkegaard. And that, that, that actually means a graveyard. Really? Or, or cemetery, yeah. So that's really metal. Is, is, that, is that like a family name or is that a stage name? It is a family name. Really? It's actually a really common name kind of here. You were like uh, born into death metal. You had no other choice. Nope. You can't be a doctor with nope. a name that means graveyard. It's, it's <laughs> 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 yeah. My destiny is already signed. <laughs> and you are the guitarist of uh, Hate, Hate Sphere. Yes, exactly. Which is a, a band that's been going on for a long time. Yes, 20 years. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, almost, yeah. Ten records in. Let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, your, your career in Hate Sphere. Yeah. How you got that started. Um, were you a fan? Were you? Let's go with there. Yeah, well, um, I've only been in the band uh, for a small four years. Uh, so I'm the news guy. And there's been a lot of lineup changes, but who fuck hasn't? It's death metal. That, yeah, you know, people are hanging in or quitting, you know. So, but we're hanging in. And there's one original member, Pepe. And... Um, yeah, he is kind of the sound of the band, you know, and uh, before I joined, we, of course, I knew the guys from the small Danish scene, uh, you know, it's kind of one big family, um, like kind of everywhere, some kind of, and um, yeah, and when they needed a guy and I didn't really play that much and I got contacted and it was just like, yeah, learn the riff and we go. So yeah, that's cool. And I was actually I was kind of a fan before that. So so it's it's nice to to get to play songs that you already know and you love a lot, right? So, what what is your favorite part of being in a touring band? Oh, it's traveling, and I'm a really big food tourist. Really? Yeah, like you're a beer tourist. I'm I a am a beer tourist. tourist yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and especially when we go to Asia and stuff, you know, I really like just go mad in crazy food. I like to taste all different kinds of straight to yes. locals, local stuff. Yes, go like in the alleys and like where local people are eating. Maybe it looks kind of weird outside when you come in. It's only like locals, and it's cheap, and it's really, really good. What is the sickest you've gotten? <laughs> oh, like oh. <laughs> from eating something local, or or it's has a, it happened, or has it not? Um, some of uh, I, I've tried the stingray fins. Really? Yeah, that was that was kind of it was good, but but I don't know if if it was the sauce it was in or what made it good. But but it was like a different one, uh, and it, it, that was in in Tokyo, and uh, the the two. Um, uh, translators, uh, they they had never tasted this as well. You really? know? So, so it was new for everyone, you know. So that was also like a bonus, right? Oh man, jellyfish! Tried jellyfish. Really? That was in China, actually, and that was like um, that was like you expected it to be like soft, chewy, but it was like more like um, 
like um, oh, what do you call cartilage? It? Yeah, exactly. So that was like weird because you expected something else, but it tasted good as well. But I think that's the sauce, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that chewy, so, crunchy texture with yeah. a good sauce, <laughs> and also like yeah, in the same time with the with the stingray fins, we tried horse sashimi. A horse. Yeah, that was really heavy, but that was so fucking good. Really, you know. So which is raw, raw horse? Yeah, sashimi is raw meat. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It usually do it in fish mm-hmm. but it was horse and we like saw that and we're like okay why not do it so we, <laughs> you know and here like you say to people like no do you eat horse I was like yeah why not? I, have, I have a lot of bodybuilder friends at home in canada oh they, yes that's they, protein they, bombs yeah. horses that are go-to go-to yeah you're, you're sniffing a beer you're sniffing a beer what, what you brought me you brought me a delicious beer yes I it did. looks like a delicious beer it's called afterlife and it's actually a, a hate sphere beer yes it's a 10 year anniversary beer so it was already 10 records yeah the 10th record celebration beer yes since it's 11.7 percent abv imperial stouts imperial stout let's talk about uh, how this came to be yeah well something special have to happen when you make your 10th album i believe Seriously? and yeah. and it's it's obviously been in the talks for a while so uh, so yeah it's it just got started and yeah and it, someone in the band had a relationship with the brewer yeah i think they know each other for a long time uh, i can't really remember the story and who is the brewery on this it's called flux where is that located? It's located in Copenhagen, Denmark. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, in suburb. Let's see what it's got. Let's see what it's got. Yeah. Cheers, cheers. Thank you for cheers, bringing man. it up. Of course, man. Nice to meet you. It doesn't smell boozy. Mm-hmm. It's like sneaky. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's kind mm. of sweet. You don't expect it to be sweet. It's not it's overly heavy. boozy at all. No, no. It's, it's got a lot of character. It does. It's, it's a little bit like, like roasted malts, of course. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's really smooth. Yeah. I really, really like it. My guitarist is going to love this. Cryptopsy, we call beers like this. All right. We're French, we call them. Which means, which means big, dirty juice. All right. <laughs> so it, it can get you nice and toasty, but it still tastes like something that's enjoyable to drink. It is definitely. Uh, it's, it's actually been received really, really well. It's really, um, do you know how many bottles you guys made? I think it's a 500 lay up. Um... It's, yes, it says there. Yeah, limited. Reduced to flesh. That's the the title the of our latest album. Yeah, yeah. And afterlife, the name of the beer is the title of one of, of the song. songs. Oh, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, we have lots of uh, cryptopsy beers in the works. As I was mentioning before yeah. I started recording this, uh, I'll shoot off a few more different ones. We have the Abbey Gore, Abbey Gore, which yeah. would be a Belgian triple. It's coming. We're, we're, we're working on some stuff. And the uh, Cold Haze Warm Blood, which would be a hazy New England IPA with blood orange juice in it. So every every beer has a referation refer- to the song titles. A so song title. Yeah. Uh, you know, Once Was Hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once Was Not. Yeah, of course. It could yeah. be like a, a West Coast IPA or something. Yeah, what, what was the closest to Non So Vile? What do you call it? Non Sober. Non Sober. That's right. The uh, Russian yeah. Imperial Porter, aged in <laughs> bourbon. With maple syrup, so nice. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I, I, I have I have positive vibes that it's gonna happen. Yeah, nice. Are you a craft beer enthusiast? <laughs> Not really. No, uh, okay. no. I I can I like to taste here and there, but I'm I'm just a lager pilsner kind of a guy, you know. A little bit maybe high percent in, in the lager, like 5.2, 5.6, but, but I'm not like, I'm not like nerdy. Uh, You're not a beer snob like me. Nope. <laughs> what, what would be your first experience with beer? 
my very first experience. Yeah. Uh, well, I got drunk and puked all over, like a, in, like a 12 <laughs> year old kid. How, how did you? But how listening did, to metal already, of course. How did you get access to the beer? I know it's it's much more easy over here. Yeah, definitely. Versus in America, where I'm from. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, if you have a big brother, he go by. Or you steal something from your parents, <laughs> like the cigarettes. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, young kids, you know, like, yeah. So, but, yeah, well, besides that, you know, I've been working on and off like, as a bartender for 10 years. I believe. I've heard that there's a pre-show and an after-show party tonight. Yeah, it is a good bar, yeah. Let's, let's talk about that bar. What is that like? Well, it's a rock and metal bar. It's really cozy. It's, it's a lot of um, regulars coming, and, uh, but it's also a really popular area of, uh, of Noble, where we are at right now. Um, and, um, and it's, yeah, and you know, lots of tourists comes as well, you know, and some people don't like rock and metal, but they feel the vibe, you know, so mm-hmm. they stay and have a good time and... So yeah, so let's so and I hope is, we is, go is, there. I, I I've heard that we have a three a.m. bus call, so I imagine we will go there. Yeah, of course. Do they have good craft beer? Though? Yes, we got some different ones. Uh, lots of Danish beers, so you can actually try a lot of different. There's uh, there's a lot of hype on Danish beers and the craft beer scene. Uh, personally, yeah. I really enjoy the McKellars. Yeah, really. Popular. And from the McKellars comes the Evil Twin. Yeah, it's like a branch off. Um, do you have a favorite McKellar that you do drink? No, not really. I've, 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 I really don't have to like buy overpriced beer in that <laughs> manner. You what know, is your I, favorite I can, beer if you had to pick one? Well, I drink a lot of the, the cheapest one we have at Escobar called a hookah. 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 We call it a hookah. Got it. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, and, and it's it's just a nice fucking Pilsner lager uh, Easy to to drink, and if you're really thirsty, you can like just chug it. You cannot do that with this. No, no, that's uh, the, the afterlife. You have to enjoy and yes. taste. So sometimes the sal has to be taken care of yes. with care. Exactly, respect and love. Mm-hmm. Yes, respect the brewers. I, I I find like craft beer is very similar to why I do this. You know, well because it's similar to us as musicians creating an album. Yeah. There's a lot of time, patience, thought that goes into it. Oh, yes. And, oh, yes. and I'm sure with the, the, the Pilsners, the same thing happens. But Yeah, but that's more like it's just mass-made, mass-produced, right? So, yes, it's, it's, it's another kind of love and, 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 and dedication. And a small, small and, amount of bottle releases. Yeah. 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 And this one has been laid for eight months, I believe. Oh, so it's been aging, too. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, been yeah. aged. Aged. Rum-soaked. in On rum-soaked oak, actually. Ah, it's really, really tasty. Yeah, yeah and double mash. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of know what this means. <laughs> so, yeah. what, what does Hate Sphere have coming up? Uh, well, we've, yeah, we we actually not that much. We not have that many festivals over the summer as we hoped, but we're in between two booking agencies, so Got there it. always be this transition uh, time, you know. So so we yeah we go, we will go on a probably on a your tour in middle fall, I believe. And um, and then uh, 2020 will be like full on. Like we have a 2020 plan. If you nice, nice. Yeah. It's always good to have a plan. Yes, yes. But but also like just do it. <laughs> but also <laughs> otherwise it's just too late. You know that you know you have to be like you have to be out. organized. If not, you're gonna yeah. miss the boat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know you have to be out like at one year before or like half to one year before with tours. You you cannot like just there's too talk. many bands. All yes, yes. No one no one gets money from anything. So they have to tour and sell merchandise. You know that's the way we are traveling cotton sales. 
man. Yes, totally, totally. The cotton slingers. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a dream tour for Hate Sphere? If you could pick a band. Oh, well, um, one of my... Actually, that would be a tour with Nevermore, but Hate Sphere did tour with Nevermore in the States uh, five years ago, so like one and a half months, I believe. So, mm-hmm. so... But I think my brothers in Blackguard were on that, probably. All right. Nice. I think so. Yeah. Well, we, we play this kind of modern, kind of melodic-sided uh, Death Thresh. So we fit really good with bands like The Haunted. or Yeah. yeah I One of my that. favorite mellow yeah. deaths. Yeah. And uh, Soilwork as well. One yeah. of my favorite yeah. bands. We toured with them three years ago, actually. Three weeks in Europe. Really nice, nice guys as well. Great vocalist. Oh yes, yes, and Great. and Dirk Verbelgen from on on the drums, which now plays in Megadeth. You know, fucking yeah, yeah. fantastic. A little man. step up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Really, really <laughs> nice guy as well. So yeah, he also helped put uh, Aborted back on the map. Uh, Sven told me. Yes. When exactly. went after they took a, a misstep, and Sven was. Yes. Not happy with where the band was going. Uh, Dirk actually was like, I'll, "I'll help you." I'll track blast you back. Yeah, yeah. On track. Yeah. So shout, actually, shout out to Dirk. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. It was like it's just recently they had like a anniversary on the the album which Dirk played on. I've just yeah I don't know. I I'm bad. I'm bad. I, I toured with them sixty days, but I, I, I don't know the whole <laughs> <back> catalog. <laughs> <sadly. laughs> Retro gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that an album yeah. I actually heard that today. <laughs> Let's go backwards to when you actually picked up a guitar. What were your early influences? Uh, my dad that couldn't play guitar. Really? Yeah, they had them in the house. Yes, yes. Uh, and he had like a. Just not, he just had like a, a kind of a love for playing air guitar, and then he tried to like buy one and to like play on it. It was horrible. And and actually, my home has always been like uh, my parents are always interested in music, rock, and what well, what would be like the soundtrack to your youth? Uh my mom's side would be Electric Light Orchestra, uh, which I love a lot still today. Uh, and Queen, and mm-hmm. my dad would be uh, some Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden. Um, some a Danish band called Pretty Mates. Okay, no, I don't know that. Oh, that's actually really yeah. good. Yeah, uh, good like heavy metal. Uh, it was like a glam back in the days. Where glam were glam, so it still exists actually. Like thirty years after, uh, so yeah, so yeah, that would be like over and old. And and at my age, I'm thirty seven. So when I were twelve years old or so, that was really like going at it at the death metal scene, US especially. So. And when you have friends that have your, uh, older brothers are into it, so that's the natural Which is way. what you were saying, you have... Exactly, so it's back again to that one. Um, yeah, so... So, yeah, thank you, parents, for getting me into this <laughs> shit. <laughs> what would be the, the hardest song that you tried to play when you were a kid, but now you can do it easily? Well, actually, my dad, he was like, you cannot play guitar before you can play Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> so I actually managed to play that, like, I, I don't know if it's proper, proper now. I, I don't think so, but I, I did... I did. Uh, I did manage to to pull it through uh, in an age of fourteen or fifteen. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. not an easy song to pull off. Dude. No, no. But There's a lot of weird things going yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of like missed notes, like mm-hmm. mutings and like. But but I kind of did, and he was just like, "You're a good boy." Okay, you proved me well. Son. Now I steal your beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Let's go into uh, dark tour stories. What is the worst thing that's ever happened to you on the road? Oh, well, actually, I've 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 been quite lucky, and compared to what I've heard of shitty things, um, I have a I have a uh, like weird fucking thing about I get totally fucking sick every time, even though I 
think I take care of myself. We we did um, in in fall last year. We did a month tour with a band called Sensanum, which is with Joe Jordison from yes, Slipknot yes, and all yes. that. It was totally mega. That was, my tour manager was supposed to be on that. All right, but uh, good yes. he didn't because it was not like that good. Uh, like really bad sales and bad turn up. And mm. It was only in France and. Uh, I think there are two or three Frenchmen in in that band, but really good guys, all of them. Absolutely, we, we yeah. had a good time. Joy Jordison was cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, really down to earth guy. There was nothing going on about being a, you know, like considering what he did. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened, we we got some kind of uh, interesting stories, but yeah. You know, I'll yeah. have to interview him to get those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> but really nice guys. Yeah. So, but yeah, on that tour, I got fucking sick. I was in London. It's like every time I'm fucking London, I get sick. I don't know what the, it's hell the rain. No, it was actually sunny. And it was like that's oh, how the problem. Nice. <laughs> and, and then you know, I was like, what kind I, of sick? Like a cold or just yeah, yeah, totally. Like I, I tend to have a nap after sound check and stuff, like just one hour, and which I almost do every every day. And uh, <laughs> and I woke up. Woke up after that one hour or one and a half. I was just like fucking cold, like freezing, fever. Everything was just fucking oh, nasty. You know how it is. And on that continued for like ten days or so, like on and off. And we went to play in Norway and Finland and Sweden. It was shit, fucking cold everywhere, man. It's like and the bus was shit as well. So I was like freezing. I could never recover actually. Like yeah. And then we we had like five days off, and then we went on tour with Decapitated for sixteen days. One of my absolute favorite bands, um, and I fucking got the fucking cold again. Really, back to back. Yes, but I was also like really horrible places in the Eastern Balkan. Europe. Yeah, Balkan. You know, like backstage was just like minus degrees in the backstage oh, room with your and, coats on. Yeah, and yeah, and scarves. And, yeah, fuck. You know, uh, the, the big thing that I've discovered is like you need to wash your hands a lot. Oh yes, I do. You have I to uh, take your vitamins. You gotta sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. It's, it's it's fun to drink a whole bunch of beer, but yeah, I do that too much. You need to to, to, to rest sometimes. Yeah. I did it the other night. I was like, I'm gonna be good. Went to bed at two o'clock. We finished playing at like twelve thirty. Shower. Blah blah blah. Load out. Go to bed two o'clock. I fell asleep at seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> I had three beers that day. Oh man, I was like. So the whole daily rhythm just... What's the point, out. you know? I may as well just have, drink some beers and pass yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, pass out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And take the consequences they have. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That being said, sadly, I went to a bar and I got a pee. Like, uh, yeah. going back to to Balkan highways, yes. fucking hell. Was it just garbage? Yeah, it Were you guys in a bus? Were you guys in a van? It was a nightliner, yeah, bus. Kay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that like one of the first runs that Decapitated did after the whole incident? Yes, it were. How uh, was their mindset? What were they like? They were really happy to be back and uh, really humble and happy that of the turnout. Um, but they also decided not to drink uh, at all. Really? And, yeah. So I, good I, for I, them. Good for them. Yeah, they can't risk anything besides uh, that they. Are free and didn't do anything. And do stuff, you think you know. they will ever go back to the states? Um, in your opinion? In my opinion, uh, no. But I hope they will. I don't think I would go back. No, I, I wouldn't either. But I yeah. hope they will. Just like to make a statement that you know, fuck you. Don't fucking ruin our fucking good run and and trying to stop people making good music. Let's, let's switch up the gears to uh, songwriting. Hate Sphere, do you write mm-hmm. songs or are you just a part of the the, the package at the end of? Uh, well, um, I'm actually uh, as much uh, uh, welcome to to be in the songwriting process um, as I want. 
Uh, but it was this was the first album I'm I'm part into, of. So yeah. it's more like um, it was more like uh, getting to know the way of they how they write music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's, how it's, how it's, do they go about what's a hate sphere writing process? For Cryptopsy, my my guitar, I say it all the time on podcast. He gets really drunk and he traps himself in his studio and he works on some stuff because if not his judgment of himself, all right, is too so he's high. more free. Yes, he, yeah. he's less uh, judgmental on himself. Yeah, all right. So the self criticism is going is is less. Yes, because he's very very hard on himself, especially leading up to the fact that he's not the original guitarist. John Levasseur is a weird composer. He writes strange things. Yeah. And uh, Chris had to live up to a lot of that, of course. And I think you really, really did it on on your last the book of suffering. Oh yeah. yes, I, I agree as well. Thank you. It's yeah, really yeah. it's it's uh, and then you'll beg and whisper supremacy uh, going up against each other, and I fucking love it mm-hmm, with and the groove of non so vile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fantastic, man. And the production as well. It mm-hmm. fucking sounds so fucking good, man. I'm really like, oh yes, that's what I, I I've been missing, you know. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I've been. So how do you, how do you approach? writing guitar parts oh it's it's also just like going at it like really like i really don't go and think that much about it you know i'm just like jamming my way and and if i, f- I feel warm enough then i speed up and and we most most of our songs in hsphere is really fast tempo so so if, if i feel like just going at it and i feel inspired i just go oh, okay that's fucking cool yeah you know and then something becomes something and Otherwise, just like, ah, fuck, I play like shit today. Go away, guitar, you know. <laughs> it's cool that you play guitar, though, like, frequently at home. A yeah, lot of guitarists well, I, I, that I speak to don't play. Well, I, I really yeah. don't that much either. I should be doing that more. Yeah. But I think it's just an age thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy, enjoy it, of course, when we are playing and, and have a good good show and good crowd. Uh, who would be your... your top guitarist that you've Jeff toured with Loomis. I was going to say it already <laughs> <laughs> but of course uh, but but he's he's like are you happy that he's in Arch Enemy um, yeah well I'm happy for him but I, I what the band has become sound wise is not my cup of tea I like the older stuff actually but but uh, but I have uh, I have uh, Vogue from Decapitated yeah, yeah, his right hand is yes. incredible. He, he is the death metal Dimebag. Yeah, yeah, Vogue's right hand is insane. He is the Dimebag, exactly. The Dimebag I, I, find Pan, I find Decapitated are the new modern Pantera. Oh, yes. I've, I've yeah. been, had that feeling for 10 years, man, yeah. really. Since, I think, the first album with uh, with Rasta. Carnival, Carnival. Carnival is forever. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking hell. That number, that track, Homo Sum. Yes. Yes. The hand is so good. Amazing, man. Like, the way he stands, you know, it's also Pantera. Oh, sorry, Dimebag way, like... He's just rocking that shit, man. Like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have this, there's this great Pantera tribute band in Montreal yeah. called Goddamn Electric. Yeah. And there's this dude that plays dime bag parts, and he's perfect, perfect. He invited me out to do Slaughtered. Oh, nice. And I was, like, contemplating doing, like, a Phil-esque vocal, and I didn't. I just went out straight and did, like... Ooh, the whole thing, you know, like <laughs> just like, slammed like, the yeah, shit yeah, yeah, out yeah, of it. It was yeah. fucking awesome. Nice. <laughs> I would love to hear that. Man. <laughs> I got a video. I'll show you. Oh, nice. <laughs> so today I went to this great place with uh, Courtney Flores. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Courtney. Courtney uh, you brought hello. me a bunch of great, great, great beers today, and you brought me to a great bar. I think it was called Bruce. Yeah, 
Yeah, which Am I saying means, that right? Uh, yeah, which means uh, effervescence. That's from what I heard. It bubbles and something, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, they had great, great craft beer. So uh, yeah, I, I never heard about that bar. It's like ten minutes from here. It was, it was, it was yeah, awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Copenhagen for the, the strong beer scene. I drank uh, probably the best New England IPA, which is like a, an IPA which is not bitter. It's tropical. It's floral. Yeah. It's like super opaque. You can't even see through it. It's like orange oh. juice. It's it's delicious. Oh right. Really really enjoyed it. Yeah. But that's a really good thing about Copenhagen. You know, there's so many bars and like so many small streets. You can just go down. You know, like you, like you can look down a small street. Like oh, nothing is going on here. Just walk down. Like oh, wait a minute. There's something in the basement. What the fuck? Yeah. Like yeah. That's like that McKellar bar. It's like in the basement of this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You were out there. I right? went there last time when I was Andrew Garrity, Vox and Hops alumni. Shout out uh, when he was the merch guy for Aborted. We went out through there when last November when we were here. Yeah. All right. Nice. What 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 is it about the the Copenhagen scene that makes it so tight, so uh, respectful of for the bands? For bands, yeah. are they respectful? Are they? I hope they are. You were saying that they're so tight that that's how you got into hate sphere. Oh well, that's just. Denmark in general, but this is many years ago where where I think Danish metal had some really quality to to provide. Uh, Who would be the top Danish metal band in your opinion? Oh, it's an old band called Invocator. Okay. Uh, that's the top shit for most of us thirty plus guys. Okay. Well, oh, isn't King Diamond from here? Am I crazy? Yes, he is. Most of yeah. Fate as yeah. well. Is, yeah. It, but yeah, of course, that's 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 one of the hugest. But most important ones for me and, and like in the underground is Invocator, definitely. But like uh, in the mid-zero, mid-2000s, um, there were like Hatesphere was, was on the top of the game as well as uh, uh, a band called Nemec. Which yes, of course. Would, uh, shout out to the singer. I don't know his name. Uh, Guillaume. Yes, he yes. designed the Cryptopsy self-titled. Uh, All right, the, nice. the artwork. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were annoying. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree that we were annoying. All right, <laughs> many many revisions, <laughs> but you could speak French to each other. Yes, yes, yes. Um, bonjour, <laughs> bonjour, Guillaume. Tabarnak, tabarnak. Oh, you only say that in. Quebec. Yes. yes. That, yes. That's our, our modern swear word. Yeah. Our, our, our personal swear word. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, but, but yeah, but the friend I have in Montreal, she, she learned me that. Tabarnak. Tabarnak. Putain, tabarnak. Yeah, putain. No, 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 yeah, putain. no that's, that's more French. Oh, it is? Oh, fuck. Que c'est tabarnak? No, that's, that's more. Uh, okay, nice. <laughs> So shout out! Thank you so much for uh, coming and sharing Afterlife. Of course, man. The no problem. Sphere beer. It was really very, very fucking good. So I'm, I'm stoked to drink that warm one later with Chris. He'll be happy to drink oh, that. Gros Jusal with me. <laughs> cheers! Thank you so much, Casper. Yeah, cheers, pleasure, man. Hey, thank you all so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. So cool uh, hooking up with uh, metal musicians all across the world. It's such such a great day in Copenhagen that day. And I was so happy to hang out with Casper. He hung out afterwards at that little bar, which we spoke about during the interview. It was a great night. I just finished shipping out all of the first Vox and Hops t-shirts, the Enjoy Life Metal and Craft Beer t-shirts. And I'm really, really excited for you to receive them so that you can send me pictures of yourself wearing them and then I can share them with all of the other Vox and Hops heads out there and make them jealous because they don't have one. (laughs) Make sure you listen to the other episode which I dropped today 
with Craig Thorne from the Beer and Other Shit podcast, the B-A-O-S podcast. It's a great listen. It's interesting. You shouldn't miss it. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. And remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Fox and Hopsets. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today, such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday.